My name is Naomi. Welcome to my podcast. I didn't want to say hello because hello sounds like I'm starting a school speech or a presentation and this is a podcast so hopefully just saying my name isn't strange. Um, But yeah, I'm Naomi. You're catching up on the second part of a two-part podcast with my friend Hannah and we are talking about being creatives and being art majors in school and what happened after school and some of the things that we've learned I think as a creative uh, when you leave with your art degree you don't always know what you're going to do with it and discussing that and talking about it um, and having good questions I wish I had had someone else to listen to and so uh, welcome back left off with what what great influences you had in your life and you talked about your aunt Mm -hmm. uh, which is super cool I wish she'd been around influences I really had were my parents yeah yeah I didn't feel like my art professors were super fantastic about providing career advice I don't know if you felt the same way when you left Greenville but when I Um, left it was like you know career and calling that center where they tell you yeah um, (laughs) how you get a career yeah don't go there they won't have any for you and I I remember like one of my professors telling me that one of my trusted professors and I was like what do you mean yeah what so I don't know other than my parents which like kind of like your mom they're very um, you need a plan yeah. you need to be realistic which is great but parents when your experience is different from theirs they can only follow you for so long and then they're like I don't know how to help you <laughs> which was a painful lesson life lesson to learn yeah that's true yeah all of a sudden you're the one having to make the decisions (laughs) yeah and I didn't feel like I was qualified to make the decisions I still don't feel that way a lot of the time (laughs) what no yeah Yeah. okay we figured out day by day you know yeah but you ended up in Nashville so what actually happened tell us about the Nashville move what what solidified the, the move and what happened yeah so when I got to my the end of my senior year that's kind of when I started I'm finishing up my show. Finish it hasn't happened yet, but I'm finishing up drawings. I have a cousin who was living out I mean, he's still living out here, but he was the first one in the family. He ended up out here. They'd been living here for about three years, I think, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and so they were part of a ministry and that ministry was kind of starting to take off and there were talks about starting a church. And so that's what my aunt and uncle are part of. They're associate pastors there. So I started, but anyway, that's like way fast forward. That's just, that's like the church has been happening for a year now. So Mm -hmm. at this point, it was still, it was in the very beginning stages when this was happening. Finishing up my show, not done yet, but I'm finishing up my show. Mm -hmm. And that's when I start asking the question, like, okay, is this, that's when I really started going, God, is this like a me pick question? Or is this a, you want me somewhere specific question? Yeah. And so started praying about it. And I felt very strongly that I needed to wait for Nashville because I, the lion piece, I had done a piece in my show that was going to go to this ministry. I wanted to give it to them as a gift. I felt it was for them. Mm -hmm. So we were going to take a trip. So we graduated end of May and then like mm, the middle ish of June. We, I was going to come with my aunt and uncle and we were going to take a trip and come down here to Nashville and deliver that piece. Mm-hmm. So I start praying, I'm praying about it. And I 
I know that I was supposed to wait and see what happened in Nashville. So I was like, okay. So I graduated college and there were a few weeks where, and there was about three weeks in between graduation and um, when this was happening. Yeah. And of course my mom was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so we made a deal because it was kind of hard to explain that to her, you know? Um, yeah. And so we made a deal. I said, just let me wait and see if anything happens in Nashville. And if it doesn't, I will take the first job that comes to me, no matter where it is. Because at this point, I the only thing I knew post-college graduation is that I wasn't going to stay in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I knew. Everything else was kind of like, who knows what's going to happen? Anything's fair game. The only yeah. thing I knew for sure was that I didn't want to stay in Illinois. So, um, and I was asking, I have family in Texas, you know, so I'm like, I was thinking about Texas, should I go there, you know, yada, yada. So, yeah, so I'm thinking about, you know, as you do post-college graduation, you kind of think of all the options Mm -hmm. and or all the ones you want to. So, okay, so I made a deal with my mom that I needed to wait and see what happened in Nashville. And if nothing happened, I would take the first job that came to me, whatever that is. She's like, okay. So fast forward a few weeks, we go to Nashville and I get here and we were here First of all, we were only going to be here about three days. That turned into a week-long trip because we just kept staying. Yeah. (laughs) And while I was here, all the doors opened. I got places to live offered to me, like families and stuff, because I wasn't sure where I wanted to land. So people were like, well, you can stay with us. You can live with us and kind of indefinitely, too, you know. And then people were offering me jobs. Like, we would go into these shops and these places and stuff. People were offering me a job. It was all green lights, basically, is the best way to explain it. All green lights. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Nashville. And so I came to Nashville. I moved here September of 2018, and I've been here ever since. Hey. (laughs) It's kind of awesome. I love it down here. It's so fun. You've talked about it just being a really cool place to live. It's it's very cool. It's Nashville itself is an awesome. I'm about 20 minutes from the city. And, like, Nashville proper is a super cool city. And all the surrounding areas of it, it's like Southern hospitality. People are so nice, but they're also like, like Southern, you know, they're funny. Like that type of like, it's a perfect mix of the Midwest where we grew up in the South. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's not so Southern that we can't stand it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tennessee and Nashville specifically have a nice, yeah, a nice twist. Yes. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I, when I finished... And I didn't know what I was doing. And I was trying to figure it out. A lot of that time was like my parents basically being like, it's okay that you don't know. It's okay. It's okay. Right. And I was like, no, I need to know what I'm doing. You're like, but I want to know. <laughs> yeah. And then I, yeah. I actually, I mean, you and I were talking about this at the time. I took a, a job at a camp. Yeah. Obviously that didn't work out. It was terrible. <laughs> I remembered showing up there and just feeling panicked the Aww. whole time because I, I didn't know what I was doing. And circumstantially, it was just a terrible time for me to go down there. Right. Because in the middle of the summer, and so I drove down there, and I remember just being really panicked and feeling like for the first time ever, literally ever in my entire life, that I didn't have anyone mm. that I could call or turn to to ask what I was supposed to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. That's a hard, like, that's a hard post-graduation lesson, life lesson that I think we all have to walk through. Cause I did, I did the same thing. Yeah. But. And realizing like that wasn't the job that I needed to be at. Yeah. And my only other option was to go back to Reading. And I knew that when I, when I decided to go back to Reading, I was giving up a lot of freedom 
and what little community I could have gained. Now, looking back on it, had I decided to work there, COVID would have taken over and I wouldn't have been working there in a very long oh, anyway. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> God was looking uh, out for you. Yes. And by the time I left that week, I felt like the Lord and I had come up with a list of things that I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And while that list wasn't for all eternity, the list of things I needed to be doing, when I came back to Reading, the first job that popped up, which was the photographer position, wasn't that entire list of things that yeah. I felt like I needed to be doing yeah. in the moment. But not not quite as perfect as, as when you went to Nashville, which is really cool. <laughs> well, so. I mean, it definitely was hard when I first got out yeah. here. It was definitely hard because yeah. I was holding myself to some pretty tight standards, not even high standards. They were tight. Yeah. Like I wasn't giving myself any breathing room, you know? And I yeah. remember I was just thinking one day and it just dawned on me. I was like, now, wait a minute. The Lord just said, go to Nashville. He didn't say do this in Nashville. He didn't say do this. I was like, I'm already doing that. So I'm here. I'm, I mean, yeah. I don't mean this in the way it's going to sound, but I can do whatever I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it was definitely hard and it's definitely, I'm actually just now kind of like, so I haven't been drawing a ton. I drew a little bit right after graduation and then I mm-hmm. didn't, I kind of put down the pencil to say a cliche, you know, and I really haven't. And it's just kind of been an interesting thing that I've had to walk through. Cause like, I've definitely gone through the, like, well, I guess I'm going to be the person that never, never uses their college degree. And do I even want to be an artist? Did I, should I have even done that? I don't. And then, and then going through the feelings of, I don't want to be an artist. I, this is not something I want to do, but then going through. And then the next step of the process is like, well, I mean, for me, was actually I do really enjoy this and this is something I love but again I was holding myself to such tight standards and so I'm actually just recently have been drawing again and it's it's just an interesting process like to think about and look back and that's like that's kind of another thing I'm like huh that that's interesting and I don't know if everyone goes through that process I don't know if you did or anything but that would have been an interesting little like insight right at graduation you know because it's been two years and I'm just now starting to get back into what I went to school for and what I want to do and go, okay, I actually really love this. Okay. I'm ready to kind of get started on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I, I mean, obviously I'm at a slightly different stage because I haven't been out of school as long. And again, I, it's not like my plans were able to come to fruition with COVID this year. Uh, What (laughs) I was not this. I, I had not planned to be staying at home and writing with right. nowhere to go for an right. entire year. When I took the photo job, this was actually one of my questions was, how are you staying creative? I mm. was just naturally in a job that I had to be a little bit creative in, but yeah. not in the same way that I was at school. It, there was a lot less freedom. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I always like to be challenged. Right. But it was learning learning someone else's style entirely. Right. Yeah. And uh, kind of some of the bits and pieces of like talking to clients and uh, really selling our spe- special uh, packages for photos, yeah. which was really tiring. Oh, I mean, gosh, I was good yeah. at it, but it was like, oh, exhausting by the end of the yeah, day. And so, <laughs> yeah, so like it was creative, but it wasn't my right. specific flavor of creative. Right. <laughs> and of course, was like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't really feel yeah. like I can be as creative as I want to be, but I'm so exhausted from doing this other stuff. Yeah. Because it's still, it's a similar kind of energy treasure chest you have to dig out of. Yeah. For that. But it's not the same. Yeah. Which actually my art professors had talked to me about. They said, if you take a job in a creative field, like, no, that it's not going to be the same. 
Yeah. As if you take a job that's not creative and then give yourself time to do your own stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is still a balance that I'm struggling to find. Right. And then, of course, I did my internship. And to be honest, like, I've done a few little pieces of photo sessions. Yeah. I haven't had a wheel to throw on, which is really just a big part of who I am at this point. Right. I'm kind of a little flabbergasted sometimes it's been so long. Yeah. And I paint occasionally, which is like at the core of who I am, but it's hard to do that. Yeah. Like it takes a mental space and capacity that, that I love, but it's hard to find because it's not like I'm going to class and just kind of flexing that muscle every day. It's so true. And it's, it's yeah. different too. The biggest thing for me was not actually having a studio space. And I think oh, part my of it, goodness, yes. and I feel like I see, I feel, I feel like you'll understand that. Cause I feel like the messier, the creative process, the more you're mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, I need my own space, you know, because you do ceramics. Yeah, I yeah. use charcoal. Like those are two very messy mediums. <laughs> so I needed I a space. So I couldn't spoiled. do it. Yeah, same. I was so spoiled. I had two studio spaces. Yeah. Same, when I was same. graduating. There you go. By the time you're a senior, you're pretty much running those studios down there. <laughs> oh my word. So, like, yeah, no, I totally understand that. It's like it's been really hard. It's definitely a yeah. mental challenge because then it's like, well, I don't even want to do this. I don't want to sit down and go there and you know, but then but it's kind of one of those, you know, a lot of it's like a lot of things where you're like, Oh, I don't want to, but if you just kind of make yourself get through that initial first two minutes, it's like, no, yeah, yeah this is good. <laughs> yep. I finally bought a desk and that's been huge for me because yeah. I need it for schoolwork. Yeah. But I also just that was part of like I had a desk in my apartment. Yeah. As part of like my school kit. And then I had a desk yeah. in my studio. Yeah. And then I went from having those two spaces where I could work to having no space to work except for like the kitchen table. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is a shared space. It's like, so hard. Yeah. I think part of the creative process is not just having like, like a desk, but actually like a space that is yours that no one messes with. It really is true. Um, Getting because, your own routine. Yeah. You find your groove and then you need to leave that space latest that when you come back to it, yeah. it's easier to find that. Yeah. I have a question. So do you feel like your medium has changed since graduating? Well, that's complicated because I didn't graduate with one. Right. Well, so, right. I mean, me neither. But yeah. But see, I get asked that a lot, though, because, yeah. Uh, well, in the same similar vein, because when people ask me, oh, what do you do? And I right. start to tell them, oh, I am a photographer and I've done some graphic design now and I throw clay. And at, at, at about that point, their eyes kind of like start to pop out of their head a little bit. Right. <laughs> because it's um, not things that they normally hear flow together in one sentence, right. I think. Right. So at first I think they're like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. And then I think suddenly it's like, oh, that's too much stuff. And I don't mm. know how to. Gotcha. I don't know how to mess them together. Like what you're telling me in individual bites is really cool. But all together. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> um, it's right. kind of like I took four different colors of play-doh and mashed them together and tried to explain what color it was yeah (laughs) so um, it's true I think throughout college each medium served me in very different ways and that still rings true as a postgrad yeah it's just finding how they work it's like the balance if you're trying to find balance of yeah which one served me in the workplace versus which one served me as a person Mm, that's so good that's Uh, true (laughs) because 
because I have to figure out a way to stay sane if right. I don't like the job that I'm doing or it's right. not my dream job. Right. Um, but it's still requiring me to use energy. Right. And I for sure have not found a balance for that. And I'm still le- like, I'm just now starting to learn that that's vitally important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind sure. of like exercise something that I I think you've probably exceeded at a lot better than me oh, don't worry not lately <laughs> because I mean after I was finished with team sports in school I didn't know how to do it by myself yeah <laughs> I still don't do a good job of exercising by myself <laughs> and I think kind of like the studio space it is a little bit like right. exercise you have yeah. to do it frequently and you have to enjoy it you have, I mean yeah. it's challenging but you have to find some form of it that you enjoy to continue doing it right and it's not like you're going into a classroom and your professor's giving you a prompt like draw this street through yeah you know yeah so yeah that's I think I think yes and no like yes my mediums have changed but no because they were never set in stone right in the first place right yeah do you feel like yours have changed I do that's why I was asking because like I went from doing these giant you know six foot by four foot or five foot by three foot charcoal drawings to an ipad i actually got an ipad pro and an apple pencil Mm -hmm. after graduation and that has been hard that's been like one of the reasons the transition and not wanting to do it has been so so interesting because it's so interesting because i mean i didn't like i said i didn't really go in with any training at all and i didn't really even find my groove until senior year i didn't find my thing until senior year and I immediately jumped like I I didn't do I don't feel like I did the normal start small papers and then go big I did technically you know because I was drawing when I was little and stuff but I just went right into build a giant canvas and make this giant drawing to a small digital screen and that's actually been pretty challenging for my brain to comprehend that (laughs) so kind of the same answer like yes and no like yes most definitely yes because I'm using I'm going digital now and I'm using an iPad and an Apple Pencil, but I'm still not incorporating a ton of color. I'm still the the actual pencil I use pick for anyone. I don't know if people know, but the pencil that I pick on the program is like a a chart. It's like a pencil, you know, so it's like, yeah, 100% my medium changed. But at the same time, it didn't, I guess, because I'm doing the same thing just on a different in a different way. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Staying creative is hard. <laughs> it is, but it's so worth it and so fun. It definitely is. You, you almost have to be creative to figure out how to be creative. Yeah, and that's right. That's a whole, like, mind-boggling That's thing. a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, trying to find the balance. Right. Yeah. So you moved down there, and I know you had a couple of different jobs. What was, I guess, it was a two-part question. Mm-hmm. the most unexpected job and the best job oh I think they'd be the same answer I think my most unexpected and best job would be when I was a manager at a coffee shop which is so funny because I always this is totally this is a different total different part of my personality coming out but I've mm-hmm. always wanted to work at a coffee shop I always wanted to be a barista at a coffee <laughs> shop I just did because like I one I love coffee but mostly it was the people like I just loved yes. they were on their feet all day they got to talk to so many different people they were serving people that's all of those things I wanted to do and so yeah. that was part of the lesson in being down here and finding a job and so I ended up working at this shop called Legacy Coffee Company here and it's so good mm-hmm. oh my gosh best coffee I've ever had and I ended up being the manager and that was to this day that's been the best job I've ever had but it's also the most unexpected because of that reason like 
because going in it didn't look like a fancy schmancy place you know but mm-hmm. I like oh my gosh those people are like my family I lo- I still I don't work there anymore but I still love them I still to this day I, I know I could count on them you know yeah so the beauty of a coffee shop job and I'm I'm sure you'll probably either tell me I'm right or wrong on this, but I think the beauty of the coffee shop job right after college is that already kind of a natural environment. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh similar age group, their community and you're around people. Yeah. Yes. If I hadn't already worked at a coffee shop <laughs> when I was in high school and college, I probably would be super into yeah. it. But I'm also not as gracious with people probably as you are with <laughs> the customer service. <laughs> It is a person. It does. It is a lot of interacting with people and a lot of conversations. So I could see as an introvert, because actually I worked with a girl who was super introverted, and she would be drained by the end of the day. She was just, and she wasn't upset. She just was drained. She was just tired, and I was just full of energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it definitely, it definitely depends. Yeah, I had a job. It was just a lot of people, and again, it wasn't that I didn't like people. It just did not give me energy. It was wearing on what I, I had to like build up my energy each day and then go in and do it and then like sleep a lot. Right, (laughs) exactly. In between. Exactly. But yeah, coffee shop. All right, (laughs) cool. And that's your most unexpected and best job. Very cool. What is the biggest lesson you have learned since graduating the last two years? I can't even, so, oh my gosh, the biggest lesson? Are we talking like? Uh, Sure. Like, am I, am I talking to like fellow college students, like people who are about to graduate or cause I've learned so many <laughs> just like life. That's true. Just like, so let's, let's do a, a top five lessons you've learned for potential okay. post-grad college students who are in similar fields as, as us. A big one is don't feel guilty for having to feel what you feel. <laughs> if that makes any sense because for a long so like I was saying like I didn't want to draw for a long for I mean I say a long time two years is not actually that long but you know I'm just now starting to get back to like okay I do want to I want to dive into this and I want to do the work it's going to take and like I'm willing to you know go through whatever I felt really guilty for not wanting to like I was like you should be you should be wanting to do this you should be loving this you should be fighting for this but I just didn't want to it was not something I wanted to pursue at the time I felt really guilty for like this whole process I felt really guilty about it I was like I shouldn't feel like that I went to college for you know that is totally okay because I really don't think if I wouldn't have gone through this process and I would have kind of forced myself to do it I don't think I would be enjoying being an artist you know, like, let's say I would have forced myself and figured out a way and just made it happen. I think mm-hmm. that like, I think that would be like, I, I don't know that I would even enjoy it. You know, you just have to let yourself go through the process. And that's in any situation, not just post college life, like any situation, you just yeah. kind of have to let yourself some situation, obviously not everything, but you just kind of have to let yourself feel it out. <laughs> you have to let yourself process yeah. it and do what you got to do. I kind of call those periods my intake periods because I have to kind of intake information, yeah, exactly. ideas. And then after I've done that and I've processed them and I've mushed them around in my head a little yeah. bit, then I find that I'm much better off yeah. later when I want to create or I want to do something yeah. else. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah, yeah definitely. About. Another one is a couple more are one, just on a practical standpoint, don't, there are times to suffer through a job and there are other times to not suffer through a job. You're not in the time where you like have to that. suck it up and do the job. 
you don't have to stick with the job you hate. Talk to people who are way smarter than you before you make a decision like that. But there are some times where it is time to just suck it up and do the job that you have to do. And then there are other times where it's like, it's okay, you can find a different job. <laughs> you know, that's some really good. I wish someone would have told me that post college graduation. That's a good one. What was that? I just thought of another one that was like a huge one is maybe this is the biggest lesson now that I'm thinking about it. But a huge one is so in college, you're just surrounded by opportunity in college. You just there. Yep. It's thrown at you. There's job fairs. There's classes. There's professors. There's, you know, the mm-hmm. city you're in or town you're in. Like you are surrounded by very obvious opportunities. There's extracurriculars. You can try all these different things. You're around people. You're around a lot of different people, like people who believe different things than you or whatever. You're surrounded. And then all that just stops when you graduate. It really does. It comes to a very vicious halt. And so I think a big thing I've learned is stuff can't be passive, you know, stuff, there's still opportunity around you, but you have to, you're going to have to dig for it after you graduate. And that would be, I think that's the biggest lesson is make, make it happen. You know, don't force it, but make it happen. If that makes any sense. If you have to force it, it's probably not a good idea, but there are some such, you know, learn the difference between forcing it and making it happen because there really is a difference. Forcing it is like, you can, just doesn't feel right you know you're forcing something you're having to do it it's like oh my gosh this neat but when you but making it happen is like having grit having like a grit going that i'm gonna make this work and i'm just gonna figure it out so like i want to go climb mount everest well i'm gonna book the ticket and i'm just gonna make it work you know i'm not gonna do this i don't have time i don't have the money you will probably some of the best advice came from a guy in the coffee shop actually he had climbed mount everest twice and written books and stuff and so I asked them like what did Uh, yeah you would have loved this guy Naomi and I asked him like (laughs) what is some advice you would give to someone who wants to travel and see the world and he said you will never have money and time at the same time he said if you want to climb Mount Everest buy the plane ticket and make it work work 60 hours until you you know you just you gotta do what you gotta do and that's kind of that's probably what I would say to someone is like opportunity is not as obvious as it is in college when you graduate and you have to you gotta work you gotta work hard you have to make things happen you gotta if you want to do something go do it it's not going to come find you this time whereas in college it pretty much will get dropped in your lap (laughs) it's not gonna that's not gonna happen (laughs) yeah I would I would absolutely agree with you on that one I remember when I visited as you said for the first time after I graduated I didn't go back until so if I finished in May, I didn't go back until the following yeah. November because I still had friends there and my brother was still there. And I remember I kind of had this break between yeah. seeing people sitting outside next to my ceramics room and just like looking around at the beautiful Southern California right. sunshine and the campus. And I just, it hit me. I was like, oh, this place, universities, colleges in and of themselves are made for you know being surrounded by community and having space to grow like they are built intentionally for that to happen and when you leave that space the rest of the world isn't like that it's not I mean I think it's supposed to be but it's it's not we don't live in a perfect world so I don't think sometimes people can go I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt but I I think sometimes people can go pretty pessimistic with that and kind of go like the world's out to get you and you know, and I, I don't know. I don't believe that. I don't think it's just, you just have, you do have to work harder. You do have to worry. Our college was hard. Yeah. Adult yeah. life is a different yeah. kind of hard. It's a good, it's like a good challenge. It's a good hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would agree. 
I think I think when we leave, I I wish I had been told yeah. that before I left. Yes, I think that's that's one of the big things. I think I kind of knew when I left that it would be hard, but you're yeah. focused on so many other things, right? That you you don't really take it into consideration quite. It doesn't it doesn't penetrate your brain quite right. as much mm-hmm. as you probably wish right. it would when you leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I do have a follow up question. Do you think it has affected any of that, or were you pretty solidified in, in that what, before specifically before COVID? In just in just the community oh. and the making oh, it work. Oh gosh, well COVID has been feeling challenged. You had a good <laughs> challenge by COVID, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not. It was just their own yeah. personal. It was like COVID was yeah. our own personal growth period, and it was like yeah. whatever area in your life you had yeah. to grow in, COVID was going to make you grow in it. <laughs> so yeah. for me, it was. I think, yeah, mine was kind of, it, it was that. It definitely made you kind of appreciate the people that were there and made you realize the people that weren't and the people that were willing to, you know, because friendships go two ways. Like, but, but I think the biggest thing for me is yeah. living life, you know, don't take it for granted. I sound super cheesy, but it's kind of coming from uh, since recently moving back <laughs> to where I started in Tennessee. And there's so much, it's closer to the city. There's so much more happening. So now I'm like, I want to be outside all the time. Mm-hmm. I want to go do the things that are here because yeah. I didn't, I couldn't have that opportunity in the other town I lived in. The, the place that I just moved from was a small town. There wasn't a lot happening, you know? So now I'm back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to take advantage yeah. of everything that's here in the city. Because <laughs> if we go into another pandemic or I move again <laughs> or whatever, at least I did it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think California is um, not following all the guidelines yeah. quite as we should. At least I think I, I can't even say at least the North state. I think it's the whole state yeah. as a whole. That's just been pretty, pretty crazy yeah. about what they're doing. The point I'm making with that is just, I think when I left school, I moved to a place unlike, unlike your situation where you would seem to have all the doors open. I, mm. I didn't feel like I had any doors open. Right. And then of course COVID hit. And um, I think more of what I learned was just how, how important and how true it is that the yeah. friendship thing works two ways and if you want to stay in touch with people obviously you should have good boundaries about right. how right. much you pour into a friendship <laughs> because if you're the one that's always initiating you're right that's yeah. a whole other thing that's, a whole, that's another podcast <laughs> uh, but really yeah that's a whole other podcast but putting in the time and the effort particularly I think for art students too because I mean, I call you and I uh, have two really good friends down south that were just huge aspects of my yeah program when I was there. People that helped me with my show, people that I processed with and helped them process their work. And like, naturally, like I just would never speak to them because I'm living right. so far away and right. they have their own lives. But it put me in a position to really have to focus on okay, if these are people that I want a part of right. my journey and my creative journey right. and just as friends, yeah, I have to reach out to them and make sure that we're giving equal effort here. Otherwise, it doesn't work. But it's right. really important to have those relationships right? Yeah. <laughs> just in life, generally. So I think especially <coughs> Ooh, as creatives, yeah. you need those relationships yeah. Yeah. to maintain them. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anyone else that you talk to from Green Art program? Oh, heck no. But there were like two of us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but not intentionally. There just wasn't a That's lot. <laughs> closing oh. thoughts because I know you have to um go. closing thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Live your life. Just live it. You're gonna graduate and everything's gonna feel weird. That's normal. Just live your life. <laughs> It'll work itself yeah. out. It'll be okay. 
Yeah. Well, thanks for oh, yeah, thanks showing for, up on the podcast. Me. This really is fun. This is cool. We should start a podcast. <laughs> we should. And it can just really be our should. phone calls that just record. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think people would gain a lot from listening to our phone calls. I think so. Hey, thanks again for joining us uh, for questions with Hannah. Um, if you missed the first part, I would highly suggest going back and listening to it so that the rest of this nonsense makes sense. Um, yeah, thanks for joining.